Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and I'm the creator of the show Moms Don't Have Time to Move and Shake because none of us have time to exercise and work out. And me, I'm probably shaking a little bit more than I wish I were. This is going to be a community-hosted podcast, not by me, but by a collection of women all over the country who are going to share their stories, struggles, and solutions, some with their own guests on their episodes, some without. Each one will be a wonderful sampler of a story that you can relate to or that might help you. And I hope that you all enjoy it. Moms don't have time to move and shake. Get moving. Welcome to Moms Don't Have Time to Move and Shake. I'm your guest host, Julie Chan from Los Angeles, California. And I'm here today with Storm Kennedy from Eugene, Oregon. She has spent a career waking people up in the morning via the radio airwaves as a radio broadcaster in Eugene. She's also an actress of stage, TV, and film in the Pacific Northwest. And she is a communications expert. She is a health and wellness coach these days. And Storm, I am so happy to be here with you today. Welcome. Thank you so much, Julie. I am thrilled to be able to talk about moms don't have time to move and shake. <laughs> isn't, isn't it so true, though? You are a mom of two. I am a mom of three. You and I met when I was actually up anchoring the morning news up in Eugene, Oregon. And one of our first outings was hiking. I thought you had been a lifelong hiker. Little did I know that was sort of the beginning of your journey in hiking. And it may have been my very first hike ever. I think it was. <laughs> you were like, I want to do more of this storm. Right. <laughs> I'm like, so do I, Julie. Yeah. Yeah, that was incredible. And I was getting tips from you on eating well and hiking and moving your body more. And it sounds like you and I have been on a similar journey throughout life. We've both sort of experienced not being extremely overweight in life and always having an interest in in eating well, but then having big cravings, right? Whether it sounds like for you, it's been more sugar. And for me, it's been more potato chips and French fries for sure. (laughs) And I want to talk about three points specifically today. One is we can start really changing from the inside out at any age, any stage. Number two, it really is one day at a time. And I know for both of us, it's really go big or go home. And if we're not doing a two-hour hike, then we may as well just eat a bag of chips or eat a bag of candy. And then number three is setting goals and imagining how it'll feel a year from now, two years from now. For you, it's been five years and you can really tell us how it feels five years later. Unfortunately, I haven't had that long of an experience in my life yet, but I'm on my way. Yeah. It will definitely happen. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping so, especially after our chat today. So beginning with at any age, any stage. So you had you said that you always were a part of a gym. You were always sort of looking at labels, thinking, you know, trying to grab for the more healthy food. And at what point was it, okay, enough? Like I'm gonna get be all in. Okay. It was five years when I decided I actually didn't decide it was, it was a product. Now I love products and supplements and I will try them and I will experiment with them, but they are not a magic fix, but I was introduced to a product that 
that I believed in and that I noticed it made a change in my mind, body, and spirit slowly one day at a time. So prior to five years ago, like you said, I've always been interested in health and wellness. I've always wanted to eat pretty healthy. I have a sugar craving like no one else. And I know a lot of you that are listening to this or watching this say, no, I do too, Storm. And I figured if I ate my broccoli and had a little salad, then I could have as much candy as I wanted. And so that was my life, going to the gym once in a while, but making excuses. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I'm too busy. Oh, my kids need me. I can't. Um, But I would get there once in a while. So that was enough to say, you can eat whatever you want to sugar. So five years ago, I was introduced to a product that did change my, that changed my your habits. My mind, yeah, my habits, slowly but surely. And I started understanding that the foods that I would put in my body were actually fuel rather than just because it tasted good and I wanted it. And what right. I use food for rather than for just eating emotionally is what it used to be. And I think for women, it's so easy to be emotional eaters, right? Because it it fills the void. It fills the time. It's a great distraction. I've really learned that for me, it is a huge distraction. It's like, what should I do next? Oh, I know. I'll just go to the kitchen and eat because then I don't have to think about what I'm going to do next. Right. Or you'll just eat in order to think about what you're going to do next. But then right. the eating takes over and then the sitting on the couch takes over over and then the, oh, I don't feel so good takes over. So when you find you're, you're putting better things in your body or you're moving, meaning just a walk with your dog or like a hike or going to a class at the gym, you find that, oh my gosh, I do feel better. And oh my gosh, I can do more. And then if I put something in my body that actually fuels it in a way that continues that day, one day at a time as being successful, that starts to become a habit instead of the grabbing to sit and just fill my, that hole, that void of whatever you're going through, whether it's a relationship deal, whether it's, oh my gosh, I'm not a good enough mother. Oh my gosh, work is too much. Right. All of that that creates, I don't want to work out. I don't want to move. I don't want to eat what's, what's best for my mind and body. So for you, it really was this particular product sort of jump-started the feeling of, okay, the cravings are becoming a little less and I'm starting to feel better and I want more of this. Right. Absolutely. So what this product did for me was I have a, I have degeneration, which I didn't know I had. And I was always like, go big or go home. So I'm going to do the CrossFit and I'm going to do the kickboxing. And I want to look like that 20 year old, you know, instructor in front of me. And, but I was a, you know, a 40 year old woman and I'm trying to do what she's doing. And because of my degeneration, I would have herniated discs And I'd not know it. They'd hurt a little bit. So I'd load up on the ibuprofen and leave and go to kickboxing class because I got to get in shape. Right, right. And you were on that kick. And since you were motivated today, you better go because you might not be motivated tomorrow, right? That's how I am. So I'd go and blow out my disc and there, there was a surgery. So five surgeries throughout my, let's see, early 40s and early 50s. And it was like, what is going on? 
sugar uh, was a big part of that because sugar is toxic. Sugar breaks down your, you know, it, it, inflammation, inflammation causes issues. And I only started learning that when I, when I started taking this product, I was working with the scientists and the doctors that, that backed the product to learn more about it. I loved it. I knew it was working. I didn't understand it. And as I worked with the doctors, that's when I found out to, you know, just kind of start slowly weaning off the sugar and putting in healthier things, my body would react in a way that I wouldn't need the ibuprofen and leave. And Julie, five years, I haven't taken an ibuprofen or a leave. Congratulations. Now, wow. It's, it wasn't overnight. I didn't get it in my head overnight. But as, I, as I've been working in this health and wellness industry, I found that foods that I thought were, oh, I'm not going to eat an avocado because I'm going to get fat. I'm going to get those right. on the back of my legs. I can't eat an avocado. Avocado is such good fat. Olive oil is such good fat. Avocado oil is good fat. You know, healthy butter is good fat. Right. You know, right. Or you hear like almonds and macadamia nuts are fattening, but it's like, okay, well then instead of that, I'll just have a bag of chips because <laughs> that makes sense. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So putting the good stuff in, learning that three meals a day are essential and snacking in between those meals, not my head was snacking. Okay. I'm going to have a, you know, you name it, anything unhealthy. I don't leave the house today now without an apple, a bag of nuts and a protein bar. Right. Now, will I eat all that throughout the day as I'm running around and being that mom that doesn't have time and that worker that doesn't have time because I'm running? No, i I fuel my body with a little bit of what I need until my next meal that will help sustain me through the day and everything's better. You want to go out and walk your dog. You want to go out and hike. You want to go to the gym for a class, but it doesn't have to be every class and you don't have to lose 15 pounds in a week. And it just slowly starts to change one day at a time. Right. So it is really that slow and steady. It's a, mm -hmm. something that I'm trying to learn right now as we speak, right? Not to have to do it every day, not to have to lose the 10 pounds in a week, but just the slow and steady because I know over my life, it's been like, I will have a trainer and I'll go all the time. Or there was a time when there were the years where I would wake up at 5.30 a.m. and go to hot yoga every day at 6 a.m. And, and then it just stopped after, and I did it for like two years, but then it ended. And I don't know why it ended. And then I, I tried to restart that again just before the pandemic happened and the pandemic happened. And so all the yoga places shut down, but maybe because I was a little older, I noticed that I was having a lot of foot pain. Like my arches, I have really high arches. And so, you know, it's like, as you get older, these things creep up, right? And the bad eating habits also like fuel those pains, those aches and pains, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And when you get in, so you got into that two year yoga thing, then you get into that cycle of, oh, I hurt a little bit, so I shouldn't because it'll be worse. Exactly. So, what happens in, for me, what happened in, in that sense is I just knew that I, I felt better if I moved. So it's not a trainer. It's not a yoga every day. It's just something every day. I, I did all of that too. Right. So what I learned is get up in the morning and move your body 
to start to give you a better start for a successful successful day. If it's not successful all throughout, at least you've gotten up and moved your body. And whether it's just a walk with your dog, a hike, a class at the gym, any little thing, and it doesn't have to be big. And if you start out with once a week, for those of you that just go, oh, I can't, and you guys are so good, one thing a day, do it once a week until it becomes right. twice a week, until it becomes three, right. until you actually want to go out. Right. Right. So true. I mean, yeah. I mean, even in the last, you know, year or two, it was like, or at the beginning of the pandemic, oh, this was really good. So I would go on a two hour walk and and I would listen to an audible book. So that was, you know, that made the walk. I just wanted to keep walking because I wanted to finish the book. So I'd go on a two hour walk and then I'd come back and, and I got really into this workout that I actually found on Instagram. This woman, this trainer was going on with a celebrity on Instagram lives at the beginning of the pandemic. And I got really into it. And so then I, you know, started to buy her classes on her website. And so I do the two hour walk and then I would go do, you know, 30, 45 minutes of a workout. And then later on, I would do some yoga things. So I'm like doing all these things. Okay. Well, you know, that burnout is coming pretty quick. So lately I'm like, okay, how do I do the slow and steady? And so lately I've been doing, you know, sometimes I wake up every morning and it's the 10 minute workout or the 15 minute or however many minutes I have, right? And today was the 30 minute workout because I had 30 minutes, but it just, just fitting it in, as you say, right? And don't have an expectation that it has to be an hour or you just shouldn't have done it at all. Right. And you just, you just nailed it, Julie, where you were with the two hour walk, the workout, and then something else later, just 30 minutes is enough. 10 minutes is enough. I I started with a seven minute workout on my little iPad and I just do seven minutes. I'm like, wow, that was good. And it, it got me started. Then I do the seven minutes twice in a row because that's 14 minutes. And I got to do the exercises a little bit more and morning is best. If those of you that are listening to this or watching this and say, I don't have time in the morning, a noon workout or an evening walk with your dog or your, you know, your partner or your kids or just yourself with a podcast, 30 minutes a day. And that's enough. And know that you've got your body moving and now you are a mom that can move and shake for the rest of the day. Right. So one thing I, now this is five years later, right? I have a routine, but I still, my alarm goes off and, oh, it's a 6.15 a.m. class. So I was sharing with you that the night before I put out my workout outfit, I put it on as soon as I get out of bed, I brush my teeth and I go to the gym. Now that is probably twice a week. I do the same thing if I make, and accountability is huge. If you, if you make a plan with a friend, say right. we're looking at this time, I have my first appointment at 9 a.m. So if we can go at, you know, 6, 6.30 or 7, go for a half an hour, 45 minutes max if there's drive time. Right. And you do that and you're done and you get ready for the day and things start to fall in place better. Right. Now, do I eat chips? Yes. Do I eat some candy still? Yes. I don't sit on the couch and gorge emotionally anymore because I've started my day or somewhere in that day, I have moved my body, which helps my mind. And I want to put the, the better foods in. Right. 
So good. It's so true. I love what you're saying about, you know, when when you kind of know like, okay, I might not get up to go to that class in the morning, but if I lay my clothes out or even better, if I'm meeting a friend at that class, then maybe I'll go. For me, when my kids were young, the way I was able to go to hot yoga at 6 a.m. and I would not have gone otherwise is that I hired a morning babysitter and I wasn't going to sleep in and not answer the door for the person I made wake up that early to come babysit. So that was really my accountability is that I was paying somebody to be here to watch my kids and I had to open the door for her. That's setting yourself up for success. And that's what's happening to me. Some mornings I just, I just know that if I set my clothes out, they're right there. I don't have to go to this drawer to get the, I mean, it's amazing when we're busy, time is of the essence. So if we can set ourselves up for success, the other way to set yourself up for success is to shop at the grocery store, get the good foods, have those in, in the fridge and ready to go. I mean, each week I like to stock up on everything. mostly fruits and vegetables and good proteins and keep the snacks to a minimum. Don't say I can't eat potato chips. I can't eat candy, but making better choices today. I'm doing the dark chocolate candy Mm -hmm. instead of hot tamales, sugar babies, good in plenties. I just that now they, I don't crave them anymore. I'm putting the good stuff in, which helps me not crave them anymore. And And dark chocolate almonds, dark chocolate covered almonds are really good one. Like I, a few years back, I got my kids into those little, I think they've kind of fallen off of that, but but that was something that they started to like. And it definitely helps the craving. Right. And if you have those things in the house, you're, you, you are set up for success. Now I do have to say, I talked about products. There's been two products that I have used throughout this five-year journey that have helped. It's called cell renewal and gut health. Two really important things, probiotics, get your gut right. And then I found something that's called nootropics. So if you want to look into nootropics, look into that. That's for your brain health and overall body health and clean energy. So the cleaner you can eat, mm-hmm. you and at first you're going, oh my God, this is too much. You start and go, oh my gosh, it actually tastes good and I feel better. And it's one step at a time. Same with working out. It could be one clean meal a week and then your regular stuff right. um, that you've you've made. Right. You know, the but just start small. You start start small. Just start. Start small. Regarding probiotics, there was a probiotic that I thought just totally did the trick, was so amazing, helped me eat healthier, cleaned me out, was great. And then they took it off the shelves at Whole Foods. So I tried a few others and they didn't have that same effect. I'm sure it was in my head. I thought that was the magic pill, of course. So, But probiotics are not all created equal. Right. No, they are not. They are not created equal. And many times what I've learned, and I don't mean this for every, you know, everyone, but when they're on the, sh- when they're on the shelf and in a warehouse and in a truck and right. the whole foods, the, the natural food stores tend to carry, and the people that work at the natural food stores are so well informed. So you can talk to them and find out and share, share what you used to take and they can find something comparable possibly. Okay. What I found is I go to I use a company that 
They use scientists, they use doctors, they don't stock it in warehouses over time. They run out and you have to wait until they, you know, they, they don't run out, but they, the amount of product that they sell, they know what they need and they're constant, we're constantly sharing. So they need more, but it's, you want, you want supplement, if you're going to do supplements, which are, I believe, totally necessary you need to do, use supplements that you have researched and that you know have not been on shelves and you're just putting something in your body that goes through and doesn't really give you that 100. You found a good one. Right. And just just ask the questions of the experts. The big box stores, I'm sorry, but I have learned, and I used to do all the big box stores because they were cheap when you get so many. But right. Sitting in warehouses, they've been sitting in shelves, they've been sitting in trucks until they're ready to load in, until all of them sell again. We don't know how long they've been there. Right, right. So, are they good? Yes, they'll still work, but not as as well as say supplements from a company that is continually doing the science and and making sure they're up to date. Right, right, right. Well, you look absolutely amazing storm. I mean, every time I see your social media posts on Facebook and Instagram, I just, I feel like every time I see them, you are a year younger, like on a daily basis, you just get younger and younger. And I can like almost feel just your radiance. I mean, you're radiant on the outside, but you can tell that you're so healthy and strong on the inside too. And it's that inner work that just is really so helpful and fuels everything else, right? Right. I want to share with you and everyone that I am now 59. I started this journey of really learning and and making small changes one day at a time five years ago. And Julie, I feel better and my body and mind perform better than in my 40s. And here is my goal. So maybe we'll just keep talking over the years. I'm going to be hiking when I'm 103. I love it. I might have my sticks, but I might be going very slow and I might be only going five minutes down the block and back and that will be my hike. But I will be moving with my brain working and my body working. And the earlier start, the better, but it's never too late. I'm, I'm just so grateful that those that came before me, I took little bits and pieces and I finally started listening and implementing five years ago. And it took five years to get to where I am today, where I, I love every day. I still emotionally eat maybe this much where it used to be this much. And you can start today, no matter where you're at. Amazing. Amazing. Congratulations. You are such an inspiration. I always love seeing your posts, Storm. You are just incredible. And I am excited to be talking to you five years from now and feeling the way you do and looking the way you do and knowing that I accomplished that and go on hikes as much as you do and eat constantly as healthy as you do and emotionally eat 2% 2% instead of, oh, I don't know, 200% sometimes. <laughs> you are well on your way. You've got that mindset. You've got, you're doing the investigative reporting, which I love. And I really appreciate that you let me have this time with you today. It was yeah, fun. it was so much fun. And to all of those listeners out there on Moms Don't Have Time to Move and Shake, we are all just in it together, learning to move and shake more and healthier. And we just hope that you have a great day. Get out there and just start, small start, one day at a time. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Move and Shake. Get moving.